Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Falls on a Hill podcast, where we bring you the latest news and our expert opinion on the newest releases in the world of music. I'm Carl. I'm joined by Yanni and Liam. Hiya. What up? Yeah. Are you all right? I love you, Yanni. Uh, bloody great, mate. Bloody, bloody great. Oh, they're fantastic. There's yeah, new camera me. angles on the go, isn't there? Uh, not for the listeners or the viewers, for me and Liam. Well, there will be for the people at home because Yanni's no longer looking to the side. Not, not as does. much. Is it there's still a, to the side? It's still slightly to the side, but it's not oh. as oh. not breaking my neck. Wow! You don't have it right in front of you. I can't, Liam. I can't Shit. do that. Shit. Okay. Shit. Liam's Ever got a mullet, everyone. I've got. I've got a mullet. Yep. Billy Ray. Billy like Ray Billy has Ray, been yeah. mentioned three times in like the past fifteen minutes. We are single-handedly keeping this man's career alive. Carl's yeah. got a bob. I have he got has. a bob. It's gone. It's a little bob. It's oh, wet because I've just had a shower. Yanni. And I'm in need of a job. Yes, unkempt. Um, anything happened On of notes this week? Um, I've been doing decorating. He's been I've doing decorating. He has. I can vouch for that. He really just has. Just before this podcast, and I'll be painting straight after it. Mm. Wow. Sounds like fun. I've had a bit of a clear out. Have you? Um, yeah, we bought a Henry Hoover. Well, what a shit purchase. I hate them with a vengeance. Uh, I hate well, they're not shit. They're the best. They're the best costumes. Hoover, but they're the worst. Yeah, they are a lump to carry around, but they are the best at what they do. Um, it was done, because I know you're dying to ask that question. Why have you bought one? Uh, because Moll's hair just gets everywhere, and in one of those rolling vacuums that we have yeah. a Dyson Scissors. handheld one Got a uh, well no I know, that, too I much. know that story the pain is too real so uh, now we have a Henry and I'll tell you what you okay? life's never been better um, okay, yeah. not you <laughs> it is great you're, you're of the fortune I can't hear everyone I am you're of on, the fortune that you're on one floor now Henry on two floors oh yeah Hell on earth. Also, there's a, there's a handheld Henry, you know. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same power. The reason no, Henry not. is because it's got it's got that power. It's got that enthusiasm, Suction. Um, love and affection that you need. You've never known pain until you've had to Hoover a pub with a Henry Hoover. Now that was horrible. Well, like, I've had to Hoover a restaurant with Henry Hoover. So well, there we are. I've had to pain. Hoover Games Exchange with a Henry Hoover. So wow. big up Henry. Used to clean Game Exchange. I don't <laughs> I believe that one second. I had to clean Game Exchange. That was pretty much my whole job at Game Exchange was to fucking clean things. <laughs> clean those shelves, clean the windows, clean the glass cabinets. Um, job. Yeah, apart from that though, nothing else happened. What about you, Cal? Um, no, not much. Half term, so I've had the week off. Uh, Karis' mum and dad are coming tomorrow, I think. Uh, just a quiet one, really. Recuperating. Playing a bit of FIFA. You've had the week off for half term. Yeah, I booked it off. Oh, I have two. I say, oh, well done. So <laughs> you, you're now staying at home, actually doing work rather than when you're working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, irony. <laughs> um, so oh, when yeah. I asked you what had happened this week, boys, you said nothing. I think you're lying to me. Yeah, we did lie. Oopsie daisies. It's time for our first segment of the day. So many segments. So many segments. There actually is. There's more than usual this week. You lucky sods. This is a segment we like to call... Falls on top. Falls on top. 
Fools on tour. Two thirds of the fools were on tour this week. I stayed at home because stupid. Oh, we need to talk that clear, up, mate. I know. I don't know what's going on. It won't go. <laughs> <laughs> because when tickets were purchased for this particular event, I was I foolish. Like dumb. I was foolish. I had not yet listened to uh, Slanted and Enchanted. Uh, so. You were uneducated. I was uneducated, exactly. Yeah. But who did you go and see? I mean, I just gave the game away with the album name, but some uh, people might not know. Pave Mant. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Pave Mant. Yeah. That's who they sound Pavement. exotic. Where are they from? Um, Stockton, the California. The faraway maybe. lands of the Americas. Went to see Pavement in Manchester. The O2 Apollo. Shit venue. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty poor. It hey. is shit. Um, but we were right at the front, weren't we? At, uh, at Barrier. At Barrier. Um, to the side a little bit. Right. Yeah, more or less. Well, we weren't We weren't dead on with him, but we were very close to being dead on with uh, Old Malcolmus. And it was... One of the best performances I've witnessed of Pavement um, ever. I'm not just saying that because I was there, um, because it was better than when we went went to see them at Primavera by a mile. Um, But also of watching performances on YouTube, this they were just so tight, yeah, and it they all seemed like they wanted to be there. Yeah, it's something. It's something that's been echoed by pretty Sorry? much anyone that's talked about. <laughs> anyone that's talked about this tour online is that it's like the best they've ever seen of them. Uh, and I also read something that apparently Malcolmus had said before the tour, or that the band had said that they were going to try and play stuff, a kind of album, perfect. Um, and they really did most of the, most of the way. Uh, and as Jenny said, it was much better than Primavera, which obviously was there. It was actually their second show back together um, when it was still a bit scrappy and still a bit messy, but they were having a good time up there. And this time it was like they really kind of found their groove of things a bit more. They had a good old time. It's just it's just joyous watching a bunch of old friends jam on, on stage, having a good time, you know, and play some bangers. They Truly. Are bangers. Truly. Um, we both have a favourite song, and it is both the same. Uh, performance, I mean, of the night. Yes. Uh, shoot the singer. Yes. Uh, it it surpassed our expectations for how that was going to be. It was it was the one, that and another one, which didn't get played, sadly, um, were my two that I was desperate to see. And they played Shoot the Singer second. Um, and as soon as it kicked off, it was just... Um, it sounded better than the record. It sounded like yeah. perfect, pretty much perfect. I've I've no complaints whatsoever, and it's a great song. And um, yeah, very happy that we got to see that. For sure, high praise. So high for you. It was one of the. It was one of the um, probably one of the best gigs I've ever been to. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was nice that we we both said it was nice not to just be like drinking and be like pushed around in a crowd for once it was nice just to sort of take it in just the really... barrier yeah yeah just um, chilled out wow listened lovely liam i do believe you came home with a little artifact 
I did, and I have it right here. Ah, I was hoping you would. I can show the crowd. Yeah, of course. Um, I got Stephen Malcolm's setlist, which is here, right here. As you can see, there's lots of G's and F's, which are his guild SG like, and then his Fender Strat. I'm guessing he swapped guitars a lot through the show. Uh, and then there's one here, Rental, uh, for Perfume Five. Um, and yeah, I was kind of uh, I said to Annie beforehand, I was like, I need to get the setlist. I just, you know, I'm a bit of a loser. I quite like getting a set list. Because my memory's not great, it's nice to have something to kind of remind me of what was played at a gig. Um, if it wasn't for that set list, you wouldn't have remembered the event to see him. I wouldn't. No. Someone should really make a set list website. Yeah. You make a lot of money from that, probably. Um, um, yeah, that was. he said to me, I really want to get a set list. And I said, well, if there's one person I know who's going to get a set list, it's going to be you. <laughs> and what would you know? It was one of the last ones as well. It was it was very lucky, yeah. So straight after the, the show finished, the drummer Steve West and Rebecca, the uh, keys new keys player, they both like went and got their they just brought their set list over to the front the second they finished to give out. Um and then they went and grabbed like a couple of the others and gave them out as well. And so like four were gone pretty much straight away and uh, and they were all on the other side. I was like, Oh shit. Um and then Spiral Stairs was walking off stage. Um, just kind of, I think he came back on for something and then he was walking off and he was waving and he kind of made eye contact. And I waved and was like, I like pointed down and he kind of spotted. And it was just a perfect, it was the perfect <laughs> moment. It really, all the stars aligned at that moment. Um, and so he like had come across the stage and grabbed Steve Magnus's, which was still on the floor. He was, he was very lucky to get it in that good condition as well because he. Yeah. Proper, he had to yank it from Very underneath tough. the mic stand, so <laughs> I was expecting the half set list just to be ripped <laughs> off. But, um, yeah, did you have to yeah, uh fight anyone off for it, or was it pretty uncontested? No, have you seen brought... this man's length? Brought... <laughs> yeah. I could almost reach it to be fair. He brought it to the edge of the stage, gave it to a security guy, and pointed at me. Oh, and I was wow. like, give it to him. It was, uh, yeah, pretty cool, lovely. Big up from that cool. moment on, he Spiral thought, stairs. I better listen to pavement. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should give these guys a try. Big up Spiral um, Stairs, big up Pavement. I'm glad you had a good time. Any Taco no, Bells consumed? Um, no. No Taco okay. Bells with McDonald's. I, should, I just want to point out that Bob Nostanovich is one of the best not oh, yeah. front men, front men ever. Incredible. Like some of his like Unreal. moments of like screaming down the mic at the state at the crowd are brilliant. Really like knows how to work a, a crowd for sure. Work it. Yeah, and that's been uh, Fools on Tour. Um, if you've seen Pavement, then let us know below your thoughts on your experience with them. Uh, I'm so annoyed that we didn't get to see uh, Desert again. I know. And we also had a problem with the the screen behind them. Like a third, The top third of the screen was broke. So mm. like all the visuals <laughs> didn't look as good as they, as they should have. Mm. And the support weren't great. And Oh yeah, the support were... Something we won't comment on. But um, the flexibility, that's a positive. Uh, positive. Yeah, positive. yeah. She's very flexible. But yeah, uh, ending that segment, I'm moving on to um, not what it's named on, on Notion. How very confusing. Oh, yeah, that is confusing. It's going to be hot off the press. Just, I just remembered talking about Bob Mustanovich when he came to that corner of the stage and you could hear him over the speakers yeah. screaming. Is he the one who follows us? Yeah. Yeah. 
My G. Um, cool guy. I would like to start off this hot off the press segment by stating that these are apparently the highlights of some of the singles we have missed over the past few weeks while we have been doing these multiple album spotlight episodes. Um, <sighs> strap in. Uh, I don't think I've made Stop one on. positive comment. Ooh. Oh, dearie me. So, well, wow. Starting off, excuse me, with Ghost Woman and the song Broke. I put nice guitar tones. I don't think there's, there should be any argument there. Nice no, yeah, tones. I was being facetious. Um, facetious. Wasn't bad um, overall, just not something that I think I'd ever like actively home put on. Do you know what, Yanni? Mirrors! Um, it's <laughs> something I would typically like, but I was just pretty bored. Yeah, the guitar tone was cool. I like the voice. But I just, I don't know, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Listen, boys. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and and the solo was pretty good. That's all I'm going to add to that. But yeah, literally everything else you said. Brilliant. And now for a moment I've been waiting for since it was released. Um, <laughs> it's Blink-182. Since you rejoined the band. Since I rejoined the band, of course. With the song Edging. Um, I feel like insert... I've been edging to this moment. Uh, brilliant. Insert Millhouse. Stop. He's already dead. Um, <laughs> clip right now. The auto tune in this is sickening, and the tune itself seems like a parody of Blink One Eight Two, who already aren't the most serious of <laughs> bands. But it just, yeah, I can't really without just outright saying I thought this was shite, which I've just done. Um, yeah, it does kind of sound like a Blink One Eight Two cover band trying their hand at an original um but i also must say that i hate that i don't really hate it i'm fully aware that it's shit but it's it's pretty fun it's just a pretty fun time i do get what you're saying and like it's it's kind of like it's not an abomination is it it's just not good at the same time i had this on earlier and lydia said it sounds like a kid song (laughs) <laughs> like something that would be like on some sort of kids program or an advert or something. Uh, I think that sums it up well enough. Um, I don't know. Yeah, big <laughs> all around. Yeah. Um, La Femme, uh, Liam, I'm going to take it over to you as our resident uh, Frenchman. It's actually um, Spanish, I believe. Uh, a tuta vase. Yeah, but the artist. The, yeah. the artists are French, yes, but the song is in Spanish. Yeah, I know, but... <sighs> but no, if I'm the resident Frenchman, how would I know how to pronounce... Are <laughs> oh, we asking me to pronounce a band? The whole thing. Uh, La Femme and... Uh, <laughs> and then I need you to switch your style okay, to Spanish, uh, really. Uh, uh, La Femme? I mean, that's French. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, <laughs> a tout a vas. That's definitely not offended anyone. Um, This song was all right, I suppose. Um, But I was aware that while I was listening to it, I just wasn't in the mood for this. Yeah, I just didn't care, despite the pretty sounds. Um, It's got FIFA written all over it, though. That's it? I didn't see that anywhere. (laughs) That's what it means in Spanish. 
that's what FIFA stands for, Aduta Bar. Um, yeah, I I like this song. I think it's um, I, I like it, but like it's not one I'm going to really go back mm. to and listen to. I think it's interesting they've gone through a bit of a different style and obviously a different language. I believe this the whole album that this you is sure? from is uh, who knows? It's all the same, isn't it? Really, uh, it's all French to me. Um, <laughs> I think the whole album that this song's from is going to be in Spanish. So, so that goes. And it's got a bit more of a Spanish wow. flair, hasn't it? Definitely Spanish flares. Uh, next up, Mandrake Handshake, a band that we have seen live. Fantastic tambourine man. Um, the best tambourine it's man. Good, good guy. Um, the guitars in this reminded me of something else. Yep. But I couldn't quite it is my Sunglasses by Black Country New Road. Identical chord progression. Right. Okay. Even played, played, played in the same way. Okay, um, and overall, I thought this song was all right, but I didn't need five minutes of it. Yeah, ex- yeah, precisely. Excessively long, Liam. If you're looking for the confirmation of that chord progression being the same, I don't know if you are. It's the end bit of the song, just before you tell me that I'm wrong. I wasn't looking. Okay, good. So you just embarrassed yourself, then. Is it my? What do you think of it? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I forgot the column had spoke. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's a bit too long, and um, I, got, I like the sound of it. I think they've made a decent song. But it's just too long. Yeah. All right then, baby. Cool with the song "The Sea." Well, we shall see right now what we think when we talk about it. Um, very short response to that. Uh, opening act vibes <laughs> from the song. Yeah, get you nice music. But it was too slow and boring. Yeah, I um, I really like the voice, um, and I just like the kind of general holiday vibes of this. Very pleasant if you were just sat, you know, enjoying a, a nice cocktail by the beach. Um, but yeah, not a lot really happens. Really, I think it needs just a bit more, a bit more summit, mm-hmm. summit in it, you know, a bit more summit. Speaking of a bit more summit, Yabba. With the song "Get By," um, Jay Z meme, I put just from the offset. Um, <laughs> although the song feels like it's purposely trying to be off-putting, I put the only thing that put me off were the vocals in the verse. Um, I didn't really like those, but the rest of it I was surprisingly vibing with. Um, I left all my listening till very late. This well, bar the album. Um, and I did not like this. Uh, could have been my mindset. Um, my notes were Jesus Christ, and this was precisely when I messaged in the group chat about the state of this week's music. <laughs> I um, I definitely didn't enjoy this at all. Um, I was, <laughs> was trying. To... Then? Yeah, I I was thinking, <laughs> how, how did... has this possibly been left on? It wouldn't have been me. It definitely wasn't me either. I don't remember I don't this one either. Though. So oh, we've got a we've got a little hacker, but like I often add yeah, things to them. So here we go. You know, it's sparked up a conversation on it. Um, but yeah, no, I just found it just completely off button. I'm trying to find something to enjoy in it, and just really wasn't. To be it just really wasn't fuzzy sun in there out here. Mm. <laughs> it's not necessarily bad, and I enjoyed the variety of the vocal performance between the verse and the chorus. 
but the music itself feels like it's from a decade ago. Mm. Yeah. yeah. When I first heard this, it was just on in the background. And I honestly had no idea that it was Fuzzy Sun whatsoever. There is nothing in that that was reminiscent of anything that they've done before, which you could look at it in a positive way. You could look at it in a negative way. How did you choose to look at it? Negatively, because I like their old yeah. stuff and I wasn't really that keen on this. <laughs> Fuzzy Sun, am I right in saying, are the ones that released that album of like a blow-up dog? Yes. Sort of blow-up dog. And we, we relatively enjoyed that. At least you and yeah. I did, Cal, I think. We did. Um, Cologne is a banger. They've released a single before this one, haven't they, though? Am I right yes. in saying that as well? I haven't you checked are. any of this. And I don't right. think any of us like that either. Not really. No. It was all right. I, seem, I didn't mind They seem to have really changed their style. Mm-hmm. I think I remember saying that. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I don't. I I stand by whether it's true or not. Um, <laughs> I don't really. Um, not a massive fan of this. I don't think it's bad by any means. It's just not. I'm not really into it. There we go. That's that's his review of that. Uh, next up, we have Sam Fender with the song "Wild Grey Ocean." Now, if you've heard Sam Fender, I think you pretty much know what you're going to hit yourself in for with this. Um, it was a nice tune, but it's not one of his that I think I'd ever choose to put on. Yeah, completely agree. Nice, but do we need it? No, the outro was too long, and I was bored. Um, I really, I really do quite like this. I understand why it wasn't put on the album. Um, because there are already quite a few slow ones on there. I think I would pick this over some of the slow ones on that. that was Oof, um. It, if I'm being honest, I, I think this is a really nice song. Um, it's gone straight into my car playlist um, because I think if this comes on on a drive, it'll be very nice. Um, very for what we're going to be talking about later. And, Foreshadowing. <laughs> and the sax solo is very good. Um, but yeah, I think this is... It sounds... Um, uh, when I first saw it, I, I hadn't seen any other context to it. I assumed it was from the deluxe album that was coming out, um, version of the last album. But I also pondered if it was potentially a new track mm. because it does feel slightly more mature, maybe again from than from the last album. Um, but different might... style of artwork as well, which could possibly yeah, it was similar enough. That I was like, maybe, maybe it is, but then also it could. Be I saw this new. is from the live. Uh, sorry if you've just mentioned this, but I wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I saw did, this yeah. from the live album. Yeah, that he's releasing. Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's from the reissue. It's a reissue of the album with bonus tracks and all the rest of it on the live show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really a new era, then, is it? That's what I said. He did. Oh, Yanni, listen, man. I literally. Next up, <laughs> and finally, <laughs> in hot off the press, we have King Cruel. No, we yeah. don't. We have <laughs> yeah, Finn Foxel. Foxel. Um, and yeah, easy, easy, isn't it? It just was King Cruel. But uh, I didn't dislike it, despite it being very derivative. Um, it's just quite a bit of good fun. Good co- uh, good melody, and the chorus was a highlight for moi. Well, I uh, didn't realise this was added on, because when I was going through the songs last night, it was just put down as fi. So <laughs> I just presumed someone had made a, made a typo and just ignored it. Um so yeah, I didn't realise until the very start of this recording. Had it on the background, and the only thing I could take away was the fact that it is "Easy Easy" by Hinkrell, and I've not got anything more to add. I'm afraid. 
I heard this in the car last night when we were in the Morrisons, and it started like a little bit into this. Well, when I got in the car, it was on a little bit into the song, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds like King Cool." I don't think I've heard. I don't recognize this song. And then I looked at the thing. It said Finn Foxell, Butcher Poison. I thought, "Oh, maybe that's just from like the last song that was on." And then he said, "What's your poison?" And I was very confused. I was just so thrown off by the whole situation because I was completely convinced it was King Cruel. Then when I got out of the car and checked and realised it wasn't, I thought maybe he's got a new alias, but apparently not. Um, but it's still a pretty solid song, to be fair. Yeah. I do think it's it's not bad at all. Um, I agree, bro. It's very kind of, especially the beginning is just easy, 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 easy. Um, too many easies there, but um. The rest of it kind of um, deviates a little bit from from Archie. <laughs> Brilliant. That's been our half the press section. We have got a double ender coming up for you. Aren't you so lucky? You are. Mm-hmm. I, I am and you are. We're all so lucky. So strap in. Hop on. But first, we must take a detour. To the unsigned seal delivered section that we just never ever go to. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see you there. Get a get a drink. I'm yours. Unsigned sealed delivered. A segment that we had so many (laughs) big ideas for. Inundated and with uh, (sighs) people getting in touch with us, haven't we? We actually, I can't open my front door. For the letter <laughs> on the parcels, uh, tapes and what have you. Um, but we we just can't be asked. However, this week, uh, <laughs> Real Band, The Pastimes, have released their debut single called Tide. Um, so we thought we'd we'd include it, support the locals and all that. Yeah. Um, here is lead singer Cameron giving us a little rundown on the track. Yeah, for the um, for Tide, we recorded it in the Melton Museum in Liverpool. Uh, we had Ben Harper produce the track, and you know we we were really happy with it. So we're gonna gonna be back in on the 9th and the tenth of November. Uh, we're doing two more tracks, and then hopefully by the end of the year we'll have a full EP out um, with a few more dates in in the works. Um, yeah, and, and for inspiration. Um, it was bands really like uh, Placebo's early stuff and um, Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, uh, My Billy Valentine. Just loads of like 90s stuff is um, really the main inspiration for like, well, the band really. Uh, most of our stuff's quite like grungy, shoegazy kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to find us on social media, it's... Uh, at the pastimes band on Instagram, Twitter is at the pastimes, uh, Facebook is just the pastimes. So, uh, yeah, last one. Thanks, Cameron. That was uh, a wonderful rundown of what to expect from the band as well. Intrigued by the possibility of an EP that's going to be out hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, like you mentioned, if you don't know who they are, go follow them on socials. Listen to the song. We're talking about it because we enjoyed it. We did. If you don't enjoy something that you submit, 
it's not going to be on the podcast. Well, so that's the way it works. They didn't even submit it. We sought them out. Um, that's true. So that is headhunted. Yeah, exactly. So that must say that we we somewhat enjoyed it. No, I'm joking. We did yeah. really. Enjoy it helps it. that we know of them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what did we think of the track itself, Yanni? Please start. I thought it was good. I thought the mix and everything sounded great for what it was trying to achieve, the shoehazy kind of style that it was obviously trying to attain and hit nailed. And the vocal effects were really good. To be honest, as a, as a first single, I think this is does not sound like it is, which no. is a, a positive comment. Absolutely not. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I love the shoegaze. Um, so anything in that style is going to tickle me bum a little bit. This certainly does that. Um, wow. Yeah, I thought the uh, the vocal effect is fantastic. Love the, the reverb and the echoes and all that jazz. The chorus was incredibly powerful. Uh, and I think the influences that Cameron mentioned just not a moment ago uh, really do come through in the track, but it not in a derivative way. Uh, it feels feels fresh and it just feels it's just really good yeah for a debut track it's it's really 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 good yeah keeps me interested despite it being quite long as well which is another good sign i like it yeah absolutely when you when um you mentioned this column and i put it on i was genuinely very impressed um just the whole (laughs) setup of like this is a band from are they from really or somewhere i assume so North Wales. In the North Wales area, um, at least. Um, <laughs> possibly from Atrill. Um Yeah, it just sounded so much better than I expected, um, production-wise and stuff, as you've mentioned, Johnny. And um, the sound of the guitars is gnarly, baby. It kind of... <laughs> it, would, it feels like it would be on, like, a, um early Spider-Man soundtrack. <laughs> Spider-Man That's high praise. Do you know what I mean? Um... But I think it's great. And I think the way when it comes in with those heavy guitars, um, it's just like it's such a juxtaposition to the parts. Before. Oh, he's done like it. Those, those heavy guitars really like pack a punch, and I think that's it's really well done. I guess it, that this would be pretty good live. Yeah, I well, bet it fucking would be. Um, you can go to the socials. I'm sure they're doing gigs <laughs> all the time. So you know, if you want to see it live, then go spot on. Yeah, go spot on. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, the pastimes. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Yanni and Liam. Here is that aforementioned final destination. (laughs) However, we hopefully don't die in conspicuous fashion. Um, (laughs) It is the album Spotlight. Oh, boys. Boys, 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 boys. We've yeah. got two album spotlights. The first of which we're going to be reviewing is Dry Cleaning. The album is called Stump Work. I, I like how we've now started putting the uh, record label on the uh, on the notions. Um, I'm not going to mention it. So <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the album. <laughs> Track by track, that's what we do. The first one is Anna Calls from the Arctic. God, it must be held there. Uh, this is a song that has a very nice bass line carrying the track. However, it's too long. 
Well, that is an opinion that I don't share. Uh, well, the negative part, anyway. I, I share the part about uh, the baseline. Uh, dry cleaning, they do have some naughty, naughty bass. Um, that was evident in the first album. Sorry, I'm trying to multitask here, and I'm a man, I can't do it. Um, Shocking. Hey. And I'm going to say it now. This album's better than the first one. Um I enjoyed it a lot more. I think this is a fantastic opener. I really, really like this track. I liked it when it was a single. The lyricism, just... Tip top. One point. Tip top. Um, I just want to start by saying that I've managed to avoid looking at this artwork. While it's it's hideous, isn't it? Uh, and now I'm I'm staring it in the eyeballs, um, in the pubes, and it's making me feel a bit sick. And I think... Yeah. It's going to affect my score. I'm sorry to tell you guys. Fuck <laughs> um, It's so heavy. I just don't like looking at it. And of course from the Arctic. Um, yeah, I think this is a great opener. I like how kind of low-key it is um, in terms of the, the vocals and the guitar. A very nice kind of atmospheric um, undertone of guitar throughout, um, which works very well. And obviously got a very nice drive and bass. Um, but yeah, a good opener. A solid opener. Nice. Uh, next up, we have Quenchy Cups. Um, big respect for getting the word dick face Absolutely. into a song. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that needs to happen more. It does. Um, this is arguably my favourite track of theirs that I've heard. Or, it, yeah, wow. just initial like, attraction, initial attraction to a song. I just thought it was fantastic. Aww. Just... Hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah. Be careful, Thank you. Mr. Cotchlong, please talk. <laughs> you want me to talk? This is out of order, though. fucking week. Is... No, it's Yanni, not. You spoke. Liam, uh, Yanni yeah. mentioned dick face. That was clearly all he had to say. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think this song's really good. It's probably possibly my favourite off this album. Um, and... I just I really enjoy the guitar in this. I think it's an issue with this um this band and this type of music. Stay with us, mate. Album. Stay with us. I'm still here. Just trying to cover my thoughts. Um is that it's you know, the guitar is there's a lot of kind of parts to the main guitar, but it does repeat kind of often and I think that works really well for the type of music. It can just get a bit uh, repetitive. Um that's more of a comment for the whole album, not necessarily this song, but I might as well get out there because it kind of applies. Um, but lyrically, I really like this one. I love the whole, um, I'm going to see the water caterpillar, no such thing. And the way she goes, hmm? As if like, what? Um, just that delivery and stuff on some of those kind of more comedic lines are really good considering she's very kind of one tone the whole way through. It doesn't feel like that. It does It does feel a bit more like it's she's putting some expression into some of this thing. Well, I mean, when we reviewed that first album, which I was very much not a fan of, um, that was sort of when all this Brett Sang started hitting the forefront of popular music. Um, and it took some adjusting too, personally. But with this, I can now appreciate the fact that she's not that monotonous. No, I'd, no. I'd, out of all the singers mm-hmm. of this style, yeah, 
she's the least monotonous. But like she I... almost is at the same time. It's quite. It's quite a. Um... No, you have both, Liam. No, <laughs> it's quite admirable how she somehow does it. Where like if you were to look at the range of notes, it doesn't feel like it's that much. But the way she um, stretches some notes out and kind of like adds little affectations and stuff in places, I think really makes a difference. I think it's easy for us to um, kind of. You mentioned it in the group chat, one of you, about the Sinead O'Brien effect, where I really mm. like some of Sinead O'Brien, but in terms of a whole project, it's it's quite taxing sometimes. Mm. However, despite the vocal delivery being the same the whole way through in the Sprechsang style, I do think that there is melody in this album. And yeah, to, to marry the two is very impressive. And it works well. Truly. Uh, find I, a solid like um sorry Colin. Oh, it's fine i was just gonna wrap it off by saying i hope there were otters there oh yeah i hope <laughs> there were otters there as well to be honest i was just gonna say that as well as kind of adding melody she also vocally adds a lot of rhythm which i think is very interesting and like mm. drops it into the right places where it's like there's just been a bit of guitar for the last like three four seconds and then she'll just say two words and then kind of leave it and then it, it, it just works very well Next up, we have Gary Ashby, which was one of the singles. Um, I liked this a lot when it came out, which I think was to the surprise of both of you at the time. And Mm. I still very much like this. Probably my favourite. Done, Yanni. Well done. Congrats, son. Um, (laughs) Daddies. Um, I've not finished, God damn it. Um, The guitar and the bass combination. I don't know what it it is. The, The tones, maybe, but just, and what's being played. It's just instant enjoyment. It, I think it's that they're playing like almost completely different things. They could, <laughs> they they seem like they shouldn't fit together at all. They're not at all following through most like most of the songs the same rhythm, same melody, nothing. It just it seems so divorced from each other. Um, and yeah, when it does come together, it's delicious. Yeah, I like how. The vocals are sung in a higher register, particularly in the chorus. Well, sung. This is as close to singing as we get, which is a nice... Um, I don't want to say the truck position word, but it, it just... It has impact, shall we say. And despite the fact that the chorus is basically just a name, um, it's very good, and it is a nice little hook. It keeps it in my head regularly. And... Just, you know, if anyone has seen Gary, please do get in touch. <laughs> yeah, I really like how this uh, also runs in from Quenchy Cups. Oh, yeah. Transition like, is lovely. There's a, there's a few nice transitions that aren't really, like, it, they're not, like, overly thought-out transitions or anything at all. They just do flow very nicely into each other. Um, and that's very nice. And, yeah, Gary. <laughs> Family tells uh... us. <laughs> Driver's Story is the name of the next track. Um, there was interesting guitar parts in this, but I wasn't really mad on this one. Yeah, I think this style of music really does struggle when it's a slower song. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's my interest levels uh, that are the problem or if the actual song just isn't as great. I don't know, but I feel like you can kind of hide behind a lot of instrumentalization to, to paraphrase. <laughs> I'm born again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can hide a lot behind loud instruments. And when 
when it's a slower song, a lot of the time the instruments are not as prominent. And with this vocal style, it just kind of loses my interest ever so slightly. Oh. Um, that is a beautiful jumper, might I say. Just <laughs> very nice. I know. I'm very happy with it. Jumper appreciation. 10 seconds there. Done. Um, back to the music. Um, the I agree. 10 seconds in my life. It probably wasn't 10 seconds. Um, but it's lasted longer now because we're still talking about it. Uh, and oh, I've lost my train of thought, so that's that's all I'm going to say. I agree. Yeah, I think I said I was going to say I agree. It does. It does suffer. It does suffer when it's slower. But I think the guitar, Suffering. the guitar and bass are great in this. And um, I'm always very um, enamoured by this guitarist. I think he's very, very inventive in what he's in what he plays. Definitely and phrasing and things like that is very, very interesting. And I love mm. watching live videos of them. Um, one because. The singer looks like she's completely spaced out the whole time, just looking completely in the distance and talking to herself. Very strange to watch. But also, the guitarist just looks like he's having a great time. Um, and it really feels like it is like two people's passion projects just kind of smashed together. Of she loves poetry and he just loves jamming. Mm. And uh, this is what we get. This is what you get. Next up, you have a hot penny day. Nice bass in this. Nice, 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 nice bass. And I like the sax. I presume it was sax in the chorus. Yep, I really like the guitar tone in this one as well. It was quite well reminiscent of Favourite Worst Nightmare. I uh, don't know if either of you got that, particularly the tone. Just a really good track again. like it a fair bit. Yeah, I... I also, yeah, don't really have much more to say about that. I, I assume the sound just like what Yanni is that kind of whatever that is. Yeah, uh, that sounds like one of those like plastic, like no, the ones with the keyboard where you blow into the keyboard, something like that. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a, it. Sounds like a strange instrument, whatever it is. Anyway, and it sounds very good. It does. That's why I mentioned it. Uh, next up, stump work. Uh, now, you may recognise that that word, and that's only because it is also the album title. So, you know, calm down. I've explained it to you. The stabby parts that happen reminded me of Shoot the Singer. Yes. Did you... I, you've literally, you've spoiled what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. I was going to so ask you, I was going to ask you what <laughs> this... Yeah, no, I, it does remind me of Shoot the Singer a lot, and it's a very enjoyable stabby rhythm. It's yeah. very satisfying. I think this dun, is my dun, second dun. favorite track, to be honest, just because that rhythm was just infectious. Callum, wow, ground I liked it. I liked it, but nothing really stood out to me. Um, I was tired at this point, so I do apologize. A bit tired, boy. A little tired, boy. Um, I, I this is also my second favorite track, Yanni, for the same reason. That stabby rhythm is great, and also the do 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 part is very nice. Oh, uh, when she sings that, um, yes, yeah, solid tune. To be honest, I think this is the one that I kind of feel like I would go back to the most. I think just on a just a, as a random song. Nice. Um, next track, can't speak. No decent shoes for rain. I like the build-up of intensity in this track. Um, definitely something that I needed in this album at this point. 
something that it was familiar, but also it seemed like it was progressing. Um, which unfortunately after this, uh, I am a little bit bored. But um, yeah, this track, I, I like the build of intensity. Like I said, someone else will take over. I'll take over. Yeah, I like that too, Johannes. Uh, guitars sounded quite shoegaze, which, as we know, tickles my bum. Um, I thought Florence sounded quite Mike Skinner in the delivery in this one. Um, and again, the lyrics are just absolutely fantastic. Um, let's smoke and drink and get fucked. I don't know. Let's eat pancake. Yeah. I mean, that's great. That's either or, or singular both. pancake. <laughs> singular pancake. Let's, let's eat pancake. pancake. <laughs> that's how uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with all that, especially about Karis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but how many? Pancake. One, just pancake. Oh, pancake. That's a pancake. She's gonna hate that. That's definitely going in the season. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like the guitar in this one. That's all I'm gonna add to that. Yeah, the guitar build up, as you say, Annie, is very nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Don't press me, Liam. Don't gas me. Um, there was a bit more singing in this one. Uh, there was a section. I can't remember whether it was repeated, but I remember as I was listening through yeah. whilst doing my work, there was a section where she was actually singing a little bit, and I was uh, yeah. taken aback. I thought, no way. I'm not listening to this dry cleaning band, am I? I can't be. Um, and I put that was very, very welcome to hear that. Um, so that's all I've got to say on that one. You've been pressed. <laughs> I'm reading the lyrics again here. Yeah, me too. All I could afford was a gaming mouse, so don't touch my gaming mouse, you rat. <laughs> it's just great. great. It's just absolutely fantastic. Um, I like the woodwind that was following a riff. Woodwind. That was, that was fun. It, I don't know what it made me feel, but I had a good time listening to it. Um, yeah, I still like this song. I don't remember it being this short when we covered it as a single. Um, but it doesn't. I don't, I don't feel like it needs to be any longer. It's perfect. It's perfect. I remember it being and the singing is great. And don't touch my gaming mouse, you rat is one of the best lines. I remember that. I remember the gaming mouse yeah. line. I think we've commented on that. But I, I don't don't remember this song. I don't. Um, conservative hall. Um, all right song, good lyrics, but I was a bit bored by this one, which sort of came out of nowhere because I, I was quite positive on the other tracks before this, but this suddenly hit me and I was like, I'm getting a bit bored of this now. Um, conservative Hall or Conservative Hell? Hell. Conservative Hell. Um, yeah, hell. I, I, I was checking out a little bit at this point. However, again, I would like to know a, sp- a, p- a particular lyric that I enjoyed. Uh, I wanted to thank you for organising the Edinburgh trip, which apart from what happened to my Kindle was amazing. What happened to the Kindle? I have to know. Complete mystery. I have to know. Leave a YouTube comment. Let me know. Let him know. I um, I just don't really remember this song. And I think I realised that when it got to Don't Press Me, I last time I listened to it, I for some reason thought, you know, when the album finishes and it plays a similar track, and then I restarted it and didn't make it to these last couple of songs. because. Again, listening back to this last song as well, I just do not recognise them. I think I've somehow managed to not listen to these songs. So, okay, that's uh, that's going to be good for the. Yeah, I've got listen. I've not made notes um, about the last two either. 
Oh, right, right I have, so that's fine. Uh, Liberty Log. I like this one quite a bit. The bass was nice. And all the other sounds that were happening that weren't guitars and drums and uh, vocal um, were nice, vibey. Um, however, there is a guitar part that comes in, I believe, about halfway that is just not playing what should be played. Um, it's completely uh, like a different key. Um, and it is annoying. Oh, yeah. There like you the go. Chord, stubby chords in the background. Yes. Listening to it just in isolation now, not knowing the rest of the context of the song, sounds all right, but maybe I'll, yeah. You would say that, you bitch. <laughs> is it a good ender, Yanni? Can you tell us, knowing the context uh, of this song? Oh, oh sorry. And Icebergs, which is the ender. Oh. Is that- um. You're trying to rush me here, god damn it. Um, oh. No, it's a very, very bad way to end the album, I'm afraid. Um, so, sort of a mixed bag overall, isn't it, boys? Oh, I do remember this yeah. one. I recognise the lyrics about the lo- finding the lo- lingerie. 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 Oh, you perv. Lingerie. <laughs> yeah. um, and I remember thinking it was a bit of a... A little bit of a dud ending, really. Um, but I think that dud. possibly comes after... Having a couple of not so standard tunes. Okay, now because we're doing two, we're gonna we're gonna fucking rate them. Why not rate on? Rate um, me, Cal. I'm gonna give this a generous seven because what I like, I really like. I'm gonna also give it a seven because I believe that's the and right answer. Uh, well, I wouldn't like to be declared wrong so I'm also going to give it a 7 <laughs> for the very same point Cal solid, uh, I, did like, I really liked I think yeah, this is definitely sophomore. the best full offering, project offering of Sprekazang I've heard oh. yeah possibly, unless possibly you throw fair. some other names um, unless I you consider agree. maybe like is caught in Sprekazang I mean, no, it seems no. Just some of it, of some of it can be. Do you know what I mean? Like I what? What? The, but yeah, I get what you saying. I, I'd say actually, crass probably was. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, um, I would say, and tennis probably is. Sorry, um, maybe revisit that first album because I listened no. to it after this one, and it's <laughs> I, <laughs> from I will. ever since we covered it, um, I've listened to it a few times, and I actually really enjoy it, to be honest. And I will listen to it. I was it made me more excited for this one. I would say that um, this one sounds a bit better, um, but I feel like the first album's a bit more kind of upbeat, possibly. Um, something about it. Although there's a few like electronic drums and stuff in it, which is... Anyway, we're not reviewing that album, so... We're not. Thank you for listening to this album review. Um, if you like the album, then tell us down below. And up next, it's the return of a fool's favourite, a band that have inspired so many. Beautiful. It's Arctic Monkeys. Wow. With the album, The Car. And we're going to discuss this, possibly fall out with one another. Who knows? Blood will be shed. (laughs) There will be blood. Um, 
And we're going to go through it trap by trap. That's what we do. It seems to be the most efficient way of getting these things done. So, starting with the first song to be released, and also the first song on the album, There'd Better Be a Mirrorball, or shortened to just Mirrorball if you're in a rush. Best song they've written in a long time. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Um, Star Treatment as well from the last album. I wax lyrical about that song enough, but uh, it's a fantastic opener. It's kind of like the modern cornerstone in the um, Hmm. emotion Hmm. that it portrays. It does just sound better every time I hear it. It is just so grand and just beautiful and it's just a wonderful song. Yeah, it is a stunning opener, to be fair. I think it really, um, it's a good opener. <laughs> say that. Uh, let me split that yeah. into, it's stunning and it's a very good opener. Uh, it's a stunning <laughs> opener, if you will. Um, and I do think lyrically, uh, and in a few other places on this album, not the full album, spoilers, um, some of the best lyrics Turns ever written, I would say. Um, magical. Magical, um, yeah. But, but musically, I, yeah, like it's, we, it's, it's very... Sorry, come on. I'm done. I was going to say, like we mentioned when we reviewed it as a single, like I mentioned, this is one of the first Arctic Monkey songs that I feel any sort of emotion towards. And I, I, don't, I can't say why I don't mean that in an offensive way. Um, but like to the other songs, but it just conjures up something within. And and it's every time I hear it, it's smashed it with this song. Um, moving on to, I think, the song they used to, they played live for the first time on this album. Um, it is, I Ain't Quite Where I Think I Am. Uh, the eyes roll back, back in vocals are delectable. And the middle eight part is stunning. Possibly my favorite part of the song, to be honest with you. Uh, and I also, and this happens a couple of times, I like the guitar tone on this. It's got a funky sound to it, but I just think the tone suits the, I want to say 70s kind of vibe they're going for with it. Um, it nailed the sound of it uh, with this. Um, and it's a bit of a grower, this one, I, I think. All the best ones are. Um, I believe the word to describe the funk is stanky. Um, <laughs> the riff is actually I sexual. I, you know, like when... I hate uh, it makes you like want to like, you know, do, yeah, mm, that type, type thing. Um and it's so much better than the early live videos suggested that it would be. It sounds a lot more mm. full. It's just more of a complete track. Uh, it's just, oh, I think it's a very good tune. Hmm. So, um, based on what you said, Yanni, I feel like that's, uh, you covered all my points, but I have expansions. So, I Draw Back is probably one of my favourite parts of the song. Um, I think that's very, just sounds good. The middle eight, <laughs> I also think is the best actual part of the song, if that makes sense. Um, however, I don't, I don't think it marries up well at all to the verses on my guitar tone. I think it feels it's a massive juxtaposition 
um, but not in a positive way. It it really just feels like it it doesn't fit together. Whenever I listen to it, as many times as I listen to it, it never ever works. Mm. Um, maybe it's just my ears, but I just can't. It and when the guitar tone comes back in, uh, the guitar line comes back in, it doesn't. It does almost doesn't feel earned that section of the song. I don't feel like the build up uh, deserves or earns that middle eight at all. The that guitar riff almost like i don't it isn't but almost sounds like it's out of key or something the notes just don't seem to work with that middle eight section at all when that guitar riff comes back in i also don't like that guitar riff i'm gonna be honest with you i do one time that might be the <laughs> i do one time but the fact it's repeated so much feels so lazy that there's no variation whatsoever um that it just becomes repetitive to me um and what was my what was my final point um, I think that's it. Basically, basically yeah. so yeah, I, I, I don't really. I still just I don't get on with this song, and I think after the opener, it's it's a big like dip for me, really. Okay. Um. Next up, we have sculptures of anything goes. Um. This one, I think, surprises the fuck out of you when you're listening to this album. Comes out of nowhere with that that sound. I mean. People who've probably watched this review are also people who have watched all the interviews that have been released. So the talk to death about the the Moog synthesizer being in the drums going through a Moog synth making that sound. Um, I'll just say that was a good choice. I think it works very well. It's reminiscent of sort of AM sound, and I I don't mean like I don't know how to take that. I, I don't know how to make that work, but I mean like it just sounds kind of of that same vein. The thread is there. Um, and a little fun thing yeah, uh, for me is that I listened to this accidentally on two times speed on YouTube at one point, and it works. <laughs> it works very well. And uh, <laughs> when I put it back to normal speed, I thought, fuck me, this is slow. But um, it, no, I like the song. Um, one of the better album tracks. It's probably the best album track. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i i agree with you there um i love how dark it is um and based on some of their live performances from the tranquility based tour i was kind of expecting them to go a bit darker a bit like heavier synth um so i'm a bit disappointed that they didn't just kind of completely go down this direction but it is what it is um i do love everything about this track some of the lyrics are fantastic. Um, the bit about village coffee morning with not long since retired spies love the way that that's delivered just i think it's powerful it's quite reminiscent of uh the latest nick cave and warren ellis thing like the carnage stuff it reminds me a bit of uh white elephant a little bit very good one definitely my favorite on the album of the non-release tracks um I think this is such an interesting move for them um, from previous stuff, and I think it works very, very well. Um, there's just something about that that kind of ominous sound that um, isn't too heavy. Like it's the perfect weight, I suppose, on mm. the song. It doesn't. It's not too light and it's not too heavy. If that makes any sense. Um, and that other kind of synth sound. It's like they're just a doom doom. The two notes. Doom, 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 or whatever. Um, that is very light and airy, and the when that kind of like, there's a point where the 
the bass deep sound stops and it's just that and comes back into it. That is wonderful. The juxtaposition that word has been used a lot in this episode. <laughs> juxtaposition of those two, two those two parts are perfect. Um and I think vocally it works very well as well. And I think lyrically it's it's one of my favourites. Um, Faves. You don't... Yeah, and as a song it's one of probably my favourites. So far it's my favourite now. Nice. Uh, next up we have Jet Skis on the Moat. Um again I put nice guitar tones, it's got that same sort of sound as I ain't quite. Um and the chorus part of sort of chorus part of, uh, is very nice. Um however I put and I, I I'm thinking about this upon re listen. I don't think this song is where it should be. I don't think it is uh where it is. Um I think it should be after I Ain't Quite because it's a continuation of that sound. It feels weird to have that and then sculptures, which is massively different, and then back again to that same sort of style. Um, And I I think there's a couple couple of songs to come up, sorry, Liam, where I also feel like they're just in the wrong place and it really makes the album overall um, fizzle out. I meant to say before that I think um, Sculptures is far too high up. Um, that was one of the points that I just forgot to mention. Could have been um, a close of that, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. And I agree that this should have been after I Ain't Where I Think I Am, and they both should have been moved down. And I think, yeah, the the whole track list is a lot about for me. Uh, so I, I get what you're saying. Um, jet Ski's on the moat, though. Um, I like it. like the guitar tone. It's quite a sexy tune. Um, just got I don't know. It's just got that about it. It's just something about it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Salty, but yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a hit move on that one. Um, I think it's nice enough. I don't really. There's just not much to grasp on to it. Um, really, I just can't see myself ever revisiting it. Reminds me a lot more of chocolatey based stuff for me, with the same issue of just nothing to latch on to. Um. And I think it's a bit of an issue with this album as a whole of kind of not really much kind of interesting hooks or choruses and stuff. There's quite a few songs that are missing that, which I guess mm. we'll get into as we go along. But Certainly will. This is definitely the start of that for me. I've not kind of, different to I Ain't Where I Think I Am, where I actively just kind of don't like part of the song. This one is just kind of, there's not an awful lot for me to kind of really love. So. Nice. Moving up, Body Paint. Um. This has grown on me quite a bit. Um, however, I think that's because I now have established what it is that I didn't like. And what was that? And, well, I'll get to it right now. It's the vocals are far too dry in the mix. Whenever it's performed live, one, it's a better take of the vocals for a start because the, the actual take on this is bad. I don't know why. He thought, yeah, let's leave this one in. And that goes on throughout the album, to be honest. I think there could have been better takes. Um, And it's whenever we have, well, I say we, because I presume most of us have seen a couple of live performances, um, have seen this been performed live. There is some kind of reverb or slight echo effect on his vocal. And it makes it sit in the mix a lot better. Um, I feel like the the 
juxtaposition between the ending, the body paint part, it just sort of, it's too sudden. It doesn't, that I don't really necessarily like that or didn't really like that too much um, before I understood why I didn't like the song overall. But now I've established why I don't really like it overall. It somehow has made it more easy to listen to. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think the confusion for it was the thing that was putting me off, but now I've understood um, what it is. So slightly better, but not not too much. Uh, well, surprisingly, I really like this song. Um, some of the live performances, as you say, were fantastic. There's one that was released, uh, Jonathan Ross, the other day, I believe, and there was mm. a German TV one. Where they cut the second core, uh, the second verse, sorry, and despite it feeling very abrupt, I think it just makes the song better. Um, I th- yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I watched that and I thought something's different about this, but also it didn't seem wrong. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like it gets to that part a bit too abruptly, but it's by far the best part of the song, so it's not yeah, a bad yeah. thing that it gets there quicker. Mm. Um, I love how distorted and heavy the ending is on the live performances i wish that they just portrayed it better in the studio version um because it uh, yeah it's it's a good track i just don't think they captured it in the best way Hmm. i think that last point's very true i don't feel like they cranked up to 11 enough on part of this album and particularly the end of the song you're right it doesn't it's not dirty enough it's not it also like kind of just fades out quite quickly at the very end, which was a bit of a dis- disappointment. But um, oh, I don't mind it. Um, but I've definitely, definitely, this song's definitely grown on me a lot since we covered it as a single. I don't think I was a fan of it either, like Yanni. Um, but now it's this is probably my favorite on the album, to be honest. Uh, the three kind of distinct parts of the song, I think are all very good and work very well together, and it's the perfect kind of space in between the three parts um that kind of middle part it's almost like i don't know it reminds me of like elo or something i can't well i did have some Hello. comparison in my head but um i can't remember who it was but yeah the ending is stuck in my head all the time um mm. it's very very catchy and it it kind of reminds me the most of old arctic monkeys i think um just something some sort of hook or something that's interesting that they've always been known for uh this is the kind of the closest on this album for me anyway okay and now we move on to the car coming into the second half of the album it was interesting to hear finger picking on an arctic monkeys record Mm -hmm. um but do i need this song uh no i don't i don't need this song well that's a take um, I am a big fan of the finger picking. I'm even more of a big fan of the fact that Alex mentioned the submarine soundtrack in an interview, which does not get nearly enough respect that it deserves. Great film, great book, great mm. soundtrack. Um, I adore this. I understand what you mean about it <laughs> kind of not being needed. I do get that, but I think I just I just love it. I think it's the the most different they've gone. Um, 
And while it still remains a guitar track, I think it's kind of like a nice direction and it's not some sort of like, I don't know what point I'm trying to make here. I understand why, with this whole album, I understand why people don't like it, but me, I just do. I just really like it. You're allowed to be... <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong, yeah, I was wrong. Um, I was going to see, I was trying to trick you, maybe you thought I was going to say right, but you are wrong. Um, no, I agree with you, I of them really just don't need this. It reminds me a bit of like, um, with the finger picking, almost kind of like um, Latin sounding, and it reminds me yeah. a bit of like early Paul Simon stuff a little bit. Um, and that's that's all I kind of really think about it. To be honest, there's not much more to think about, I don't think. So, yeah, bit of a mess. Is yeah. Mango okay? Yeah, Lydia's just gone out. And oh, um, I think she's quite sad about that. Should we bring her on the podcast? Grow up, yeah. Grow up. Do you want to come yeah. and sit on my knee, I think? Stupid bitch. Say hello to everyone. Hi, yeah. Hey, everyone. I am Mango. I think she's just looking to see if I've got some sort of toy or treat up here, to be honest. Got a bit of a Deirdre Barlow net going on, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Say hello to everyone. Right. Okay. I think that's enough. Come uh, on, crack on. Yeah. Next up, <laughs> we have the song Big Ideas. I think this is a very good version of this style of song from this album. Um, the chorus I very much like it's very cinematic in a way that actually works and the solo towards the end is one of my favourite solos that the band have laid down on a track um, so yeah. yeah this is a contender for my favourite of the album tracks um, but obviously it's not going to be sculptures for me I love that track but um, I agree. This does what it's trying to do extremely well. Um, the chorus again, well, not again because it's one of the only choruses on the fucking album. Um, yeah. works fantastically. Um, I was excited to hear this when I heard one of the uh, bootleg live versions, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, I I agree that this really does what it's trying to do very well. Um. I think part of that, and it was a rabbit on, is it's got that kind of chorus or hook or whatever um, that comes in every so often. Oh, leave me alone. Um, and I just think it sounds very well, uh, very nice. Just a very nice sounding song. Um, I, don't, I don't quite know what it is that is different between this and the car. Um, it's just a style preference thing, I think. But um, mm. yeah, I think it's very nice. Next up, we have Hello You. Um, this is one I sort of completely forgot about, to be honest, until I re-listened to it. Um, the little repeated part in the chorus that's played, the motif, you might say, is extremely pleasant to my ear holes. Um, and upon the re-listen, I've realised that I've, I've liked this one quite a bit. Um, however, this is where the comments come back again about I feel like this is in the wrong place on the album. Where would you put it? Um, I feel like I may put it earlier on in the album. don't know exactly where, but definitely earlier on. Okay. It seems like a morning song. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like early on. 
Fair enough, mate. I like how... Maybe, like, start a second half. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I like... um... Yeah, but yeah. (laughs) I like how it's a bit faster. (laughs) No, I like how it's a bit faster and it's got more melody to it than some of the tracks thus far. Um, I think his falsetto vocals in the chorus work fantastically, which is uh, something that we've all felt a bit well not conflicted by something that we haven't really liked uh, especially on Body Paint when it was first released Um, I I like this track and I think the album could have done with a little bit more of this upbeat melodic direction Mm, truly Um, I think it's interesting you say this is quite a morning song Yanni because I think this is quite an AM song um, mm. It sounds quite AM to me. There's something about it. I don't know. It's the kind of the synths and the drums or something. I think that would kind of remind me of something from AM, but I can't really place it. Um, and I've seen someone compare the guitar riff sound to knee. Uh, well, the guitar riff to knee socks. The riff from that, which I think has is kind of those two notes are kind of the same, but not as far as that goes. But generally, it kind of feels a bit more. Um, uh, a bit more like old AM than Arctic Monkeys than than the rest of the album, um, but yeah, I, I, like I kind of prefer this style to the rest of uh, to some of the other songs on this album, but still don't love this song. Um, it just I, I do really like the the middle eight, um, and I like the falsetto in that part as well, uh, as well as the falsetto in the chorus. I think that's nice, but uh, overall, it's just a bit kind of like. Meh again for me. Oh damn! Mm. Next up, we have Mister Schwartz, another one that is finger picking. What is going on with all these finger picks? I think this is a better version of the car. Um, for what the car is trying to achieve, I feel like this is a better version of that. Uh, my only problem, and this has happened several points throughout the album, however the music has saved it in most cases, is that the singing is bad on this. Not as good as it could be, at least, um, from Mr. Turner. So that's Mr. Schwartz, everyone. <laughs> I agree that it's not probably the best vocal take that they could have picked. However, I do feel emotion in his voice um which is potentially why they opted to go for this one um that's a really i like the song because of that i think it's a beautiful composition we've not really mentioned the strings yet um which are just beautiful throughout the album um and i think this song is no different liam's about to shit on my chest no it's oh, you I did. I will shit on the chest if you want me to. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to disagree about that. Um, no, you've reminded me of something I thought when I was listening to it earlier. But the strings are nice, but they don't. They're not. I don't think they're like utilized as well as they could be. I don't feel like they really massively elevate things. They do elevate things because strings just kind of do elevate things anyway. But um, there've definitely been better uses of strings in modern music. Um, and I think some of it just seems a bit by the books in places. And this song kind of is one of those examples. Um, but yeah, I agree with your comment, Yanni. This is a better version of the car, of what they were trying to do in the car, at least. Um, 
And like it's nice. I just again just don't love this style. I just don't. It just doesn't. I don't. Uh, I'm moving on. The final track, it comes around fast, except if you're listening to the album. It's perfect sense. Uh, it doesn't make perfect sense to end the album with this track. Um, it's not a good way to end it whatsoever. And I'm afraid he's not vocally equipped for this song. Um, there's a point where it sort of builds up about midway through the track and it needs something powerful and loud and projected well and that doesn't happen um and this song is something that i noticed that on in particular um so that's me sorry al hope you're not listening (laughs) he won't be um i think it's a good song in isolation but it does make the album end on a flat note which is a shame it just seems to end abruptly a little bit, um, which is a shame. And I, again, agree his vocal performance isn't tip-top. Um, I think it would have been nice somewhere else. But I think the the lyrical content of it, I understand why it was chosen as the final one. Uh, <laughs> do you think Mango was in your flat then? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a lot of goodbyes on this album i hope it's not yeah. a goodbye got me a little yeah. bit worried mm. um yeah I, I definitely agree that this is a you know if this is the end of Arctic monkeys and this is the final goodbye then yeah it's very much a dud note it doesn't just kind of like when i first listened to this album i got this and it just played like something random there i was like well that just doesn't i don't feel fulfilled by that at all um, regardless of my other comments on the album, it just doesn't feel like a good closer. Um, you know, the, a good final moment at all. Um, as a song, maybe. Though, sorry, it's just hit me as you've been talking. I think Mirable probably would have been the best way to end this album. I thought Mirable would have been a good closer. But if if they ended on sculptures and they have the intention to make another album, that would have been a perfect way to. And then, like, that could have been the direction they went in. Yeah, I just feel like Mirable, I think we mentioned this when we covered it as a single, that it seems like a send-off, even mm. though it, from the interviews that he's done, where he's talking about tranquility and he wanted to get back in the studio and make a rock record, which, you yeah. know, happened. should have fucking happened um, <laughs> instead of this. But um, I don't think it'll be a goodbye, but I feel like Dead Better Be a Mirable is possibly one of the best ways to end an album that they could have ever come up with. Yeah. Um I the lyrical content of it fits. Um and then the musical aspects of it as well. It it sort of it feels nostalgic and like you're yearning for something that is no longer going to be. Uh and I feel like that would be a great way to end the album. But you know, I'm not Arctic Monkeys. I'm just Yanni. Sorry go on. Part of me thinks from interviews that they've done, this won't be the end because I feel like they're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. But it's just weird because the content of the lyrics really does make it seem maybe they're saying goodbye to the previous version of themselves. Era. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I just remember the random fact I saw that um, Jamie Cook is noted as a co-writer for Sculptures. Yeah, he came up mm-hmm. with the the synth the bit through. Oh, fair play. 
Um, I didn't finish talking about this about Perfect Hand. Sorry, you didn't. Um, sorry. Uh, I did say that it was a bad end. The closer than I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, however, as a song, the kind of the two parts of the song. I don't know if you'd call them verse or choruses or whatever, but kind of two distinct parts of the song. Um, the repeat. I very much like, and I very much like how they fit together. I like the chord progression through the song. It's just a shame that it kind of is where it is, and then creates that kind of bad, lasting feeling, I suppose, for the album. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, last night I was uh, listening to this again, and I listened to it three times consecutively. I know, and I enjoyed it every time. Yeah, no. And then I put Tranquility Bass on, and it made me appreciate that album even more because I was going to say that like, despite this the... is elevated tranquility for me. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's actually quite—it's not heavy, but there's definitely heavy elements in it. Like Batphone you... goes heavy. Four out of five's got is like quite guitar-based. It just—it <laughs> feels there's points on this where it feels too stripped back. Obviously, they've mentioned about like trying to play for the song and so Matt's not really doing much mm. drumming um, and everything seems like it's it's to the minimum that it possibly could be but it's to its detriment because when you listen to Tranquility upon first listening to that you feel like this is bare compared to what yeah. we've expected from Arctic Monkeys but it's, it's there's really... so much going on yeah. it's there's a lot more to it so yeah maybe he'll back to Tranquility Liam because you might appreciate it more after this um, I'm intrigued to listen to this album in reverse and to see if my theory about Mirrorball being the closer uh, would work better. But um, hmm. alas, Maybe we'll get a, a uh, Nigel Godrich order of this. A damn uh, deluxe <laughs> version yeah. in reverse. Uh, we must rate and rate we will do, starting with Ultimate Monkeys fanboy number one, uh, Colin Davies. I let's just be real. I'm going to give it a higher score than you both. I would give this a seven point five, but we can't do that. So I'm going to have to round up because that is the rule. So I'm going to give it an eight. What are the rules? <laughs> um, Liam, struggling a little bit for a score. Um, and so I've just sort of thought of like, there's ten songs in here. How many of them do I genuinely enjoy? Um, this is going and to it, end badly <laughs> and that happens to be one of the two numbers that I was toying between um, so I'll go with that and it's going to be 4 out of 10 4 stars out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to give it a 6 and that it's has been uplifted due to the fact that I adore Mirable so much. I said to Mole, they could have just released Mirrorball and I would have been happy for the next couple of years. That would have been enough for me, to be um, I think there's elements of this album that are quite puppety. Particularly. And I thought you'd have liked it more, Yanni, because it's it's all very Bondy as well. Not, is, not Johnny Bond not... from Catfish. We talked about the puppet link, didn't we, Jan? A little bit. Yeah, but it's it's just not as good as that's yeah uh, yeah. As that. It's, no, it's not a good execution of that style. Um, unfortunately, I just it's made me annoyed that I've watched interviews um, 
and they've said after the you were away when we were talking about this name, so I'm just going to bring it up again. This is going to be great for everyone watching and listening. <laughs> but um, they could have gone in and recorded. Well, they wanted to record something more rocky. Uh, they wanted to find a newer version of like "Are You Mine" or something that they could end with that would have that same effect. And instead, if we've got this, I feel like this maybe could have been an EP. Just get rid of most of the tracks, release mm. like an EP as some sort of tiring over thing um, and then you know come back with an album that it is better okay man something to think on now it's, it's hard to monkeys mate not a shame this is such a funny <laughs> one to end this is such a funny close to an album spotlight because we are all very different <laughs> I don't think we we've are. ever been no it's one of the biggest ranges I think we've possibly ever had and the fact that you know the other person's right in the middle as well is quite interesting yeah i am um instantly and that's been arts monkeys review for the album that is called the car if you liked it then tell us what you liked about the album and if you agreed with any of the points we made um so yeah thanks for watching that and just for everyone who is listening to the pod thank you so much for sticking with us if you have done um, although I know the drop-off is 30 seconds. So um, probably haven't stuck with us the whole time. But next week, we're going to be on a, unfortunately, a King is special tacular, as it's put down on Fuck, the notes. completely forgot about that. Get remembering, boy. <laughs> Fuck um, oh, it's just... going to be a heavy week. Uh, I don't think we're going to make it. Um, so, you know, wish us luck. Um, if you've enjoyed the whole video, then like it if that's the one that you're on. Comment down below any thoughts you had. Um, send abuse to anyone that you want. All our links are in the description. Perfect. If you are listening, go to Instagram and Facebook and type at Falls on the Hill podcast to find us there. Twitter at Falls on the Hill pod. And if you want to watch the video, then head over to YouTube and type in Falls on the Hill podcast. You'll find us. Subscribe, ding a bell, and you know, like every single video we've done. Done our best to try and up our YouTube game, haven't we, boys? We have. Now people need to watch it. Yeah, that's the only. That's the missing piece there. Come on board. Uh, and I don't know. Um, thanks for another week on on the surf with you guys and those guys and uh, all the guys and others. See you next yeah. week. Au revoir. Au revoir.